there are certain people who, if you call them out for an interview, you better be ready. Do your research, come with your numbers and your facts straight, and you don't play with them. One of those people is Julius Malema, and most recently he was being interviewed by the British Broadcasting Corporation, which is the BBC. And when I tell you that Julius held his fourth wall, he really did. And you know, um, there's a lot of conversation about South Africa and its position with Russia, with the upcoming BRICS convention to be held in South Africa. And the presenter tried Julius Malema by asking, do you support Russia? And Russia is now under the microscope of the ICC and the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin, is being wanted by the ICC. And Julius Malema was waiting for this moment. He was waiting for this question because he gave it back to the journalist with a full dosage that the journalist was not expecting and neither was the West expecting such a response. You say... Quite clearly, I would arm Vladimir yes. Putin. Yes. You know that the International Criminal Court wants Vladimir Putin to face war crimes charges. Hmm. You must start with Tony Blair. You must start with George Bush. You must go to Barack Obama. Then it can go to uh, Putin. So, so let's get this so straight. Let's You're be, saying to me and, that and your, uh, your policy, if you were in power in South Africa, is quite simple that your enemy's enemy, and it seems you regard the US and its allies as the enemy, yes. your enemy's enemy yes. is your friend. Never mind if he's a suspected war criminal, never mind if the UN and the ICC say they have compelling evidence of Russian war crimes. You don't care. As far as you're concerned, my enemy's enemy no, is you, my friend. You, you're exaggerating, but, but another point which you don't want me to go there is that um, Tony Blair accepted that they were wrong about Saddam Hussein, uh, to an extent that he did uh, an apology of a thug, right? You, you have never called for his arrest. A man admitting that I, I was wrong uh, uh, to how many people died. Hello guys, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of our conversations. My name is Ndira Ganga. I really do love coming on here and having conversations with you guys about Africa, about black people empowerment and how we can rise up and take our rightful place at the global stage. Most recently, Julius Malema was on the hot seat with the BBC and he was being interviewed just on the state of the nation and him as a leader. Julius has been a member of parliament for the last 10 years and he has big ambitions. I think that he will be trying to vie for president in the upcoming South African elections through his party, EFF. He's been very vocal when it comes to matters of, you know, the well-being of South Africa and just corruption in government, poor service delivery, governance. And so, I mean, he's picked the eye of South Africans and the interests of the global West. And so I feel like this interview was sort of to come and put him in his place, but Julius wasn't having any of that. From the very onset of the interview, you could tell, but this is not just specific to Julius. Most of the time when African leaders are being interviewed by Western media houses, there's always that one time where they try they try to have that gotcha moment you know but you did this but you did this but you did this you know in rwanda it's always human rights you know and the president of rwanda has found a brilliant response to that in kenya it's always like you know how about rights of the gay community and our presidents have always been very diplomatic with that answer saying kenyans know who they are and we are a country that upholds human rights and we live by our constitution and that is that but these attacks have now got it personal and you know the journalist asked Malema why he wants to be in office yet he has a past and in that past Julius um, 
from what the journalist as Julius sort of tried to evade paying taxes and he's had his own issues in his line of governance and the type of leader that he is. But Julius was ready for this question. He was prepped for this question. But I also feel that as a person, he, he, he had, he had thought about it. He'd reflected on what had happened and he was ready with a perfect response. Here's what he said when the Western journalist tried to throw dirt at him. Are you, the proper, not, are you the proper person? I'm a proper guy. I mean, I don't want to go too far back into history, but at various times you failed to actually file a tax return on time. Yeah. You've been accused of different financial offences. You've never been convicted, yeah. but though some of those yeah. uh, charges were never brought to court. But you tell South Africans, despite your own history, yeah. you are the guy to run their economy. That's why. That's the mind of a lazy person who doesn't do his work. You, you will have to refer back to 15 years. I'm, I've grown up. Oh. over a period of time, build a solid political party. The only thing you can keep on referring to is what you interviewed me about it 12 years ago. Get something new, my brother. No, I'm very... Show a skill of an, a hard-working presenter who does his research. You can't falter me. Since I've made my mistakes on text when I was very young, when I was almost 27 years old, fixed that problem today, I'm a 42-year-old married man with children who has taken responsibility and built a solid party to be the third largest party without the support of white monopoly capital and the owners of the South African economy. You keep on referring to old and old things because you are now beginning to sound like a scratched CD. You have every right to tell, tell me, me of to me tell now. Me you have changed. Tell me of me now. I've been Let's in Parliament one. for 10 years. You know, Julius Malema and the South African country, particularly the foreign minister, have been very vocal about their support for Russia and the relationship that they have with Russia. Russia invaded Ukraine and, you know, it has changed the dynamics of global relationships. The West has allied itself with um, Ukraine and then some people who are not very Western-leaning have decided to partner with Russia. You know, we're seeing China being very bipartisan and it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not, it's not separating itself from Russia. And, you know, the West has been piling a lot of pressure on other countries to denounce doing business with Russia and just, you know, apply pressure on Russia. But, you know, the South African government, the South African foreign minister and also Julius Malema have said, listen, South Africa is not in war with us. We are allies with Russia. We are not allied to them in the war. We are not going to help them in the war. But it doesn't take away from the fact that Russia is our friend and Russia will continue being our friend, not because the West says they should be our friend or the West says they shouldn't be our friend. They're going to be our friend because it's beneficial to us, you know. And Julius being Julius took it a step further and said, listen, if I am president, I would go ahead and arm Russia and help Russia fight Western imperialism because Russia is not just fighting Ukraine. Russia is also fighting Western uh, dominance of, of, or rather is fighting the dominance of Western imperialism that is growing all over the world. Do you think aligning yourself with Vladimir Putin is going to be good for South Africa? But that's what it is now. South Africa is in alliance with Russia, with India, uh, with Brazil, with China. So why are you asking me as if it's uh, some policy that is going to be implemented right after now. I took over? South Africa is in alliance with Russia now. 
South Africa right now calls itself non-aligned. In the context of the war, but these are two different things. South Africa is an ally of Russia. Now, the second question is, where does South Africa stand on the war? It says I'm a non-aligned in relation to war, but Russia remains South Africa's friend. So we cannot create confusion around there. Don't create an impression that it is Malema who's going to come and create an alliance with Russia. But there are some very specific Actually, if, I will if, go, if I may I will say go so. beyond that. I will go beyond the, the friendship with Russia and in the war, I will align with Russia and I will even supply the weapons to Russia. Because Russia is in a war with, with imperialism and any agenda that seeks to push back uh, imperialist agendas, it's well within the policies. The question of Russia does not just stop with supporting Russia. The question also comes with a bonus question of Putin is wanted by the ICC and you're out here supporting Putin. You're out here supporting somebody who's being wanted by the International Criminal Court of Justice for, you know, atrocities against people, human rights, women, children, and even men who've died in the battlefront. And, you know, Julius doesn't mince his words. Two things can coexist at the same time, right? Yeah, what Putin has done is not right. People have lost their lives, but you cannot lecture me on human rights and democracy, yet America has done the same thing. America has invaded very many countries that the invasion was not even justified. They found they're always itching for war, aching for war, because somehow defenses, big budgets, people uh, who make weapons have to make money in some way, and somehow war has to continue, right? And some of these countries that America has invaded, the things that happen in those countries cannot even be said. One of the videos that Julius Assange exposed has, has gotten him in so much trouble and has gotten people asking themselves, is this what America does when they say they're going to war and protecting the American land? Because that is far from protecting the rights of Americans. Here's what Julius had to say. You say, quite clearly, I would arm Vladimir yes. Putin. Yes. You know that the International Criminal Court wants Vladimir Putin to face war crimes charges. Hmm. It must start with Tony Blair. It must start with George Bush. It must go to Barack Obama then it can go to uh, Putin. So, so let's get this so straight. Lesbian. You're saying to me and, that and your, the, your policy, if you were in power in South Africa, is quite simple, that your enemy's enemy, and it seems you regard the US and its allies as the enemy, yes. your enemy's enemy yes. is your friend. Never mind if he's a suspected war criminal. Never mind if the UN and the ICC say they have compelling evidence of Russian war crimes. You don't care. As far as you're concerned, my enemy's enemy no, is you, my friend. You, you're exaggerating, but, but another point which you don't want me to go there is that um, Tony Blair accepted that they were wrong about Saddam Hussein uh, to an extent that he did uh, an apology of a thug, right? You, you have never called for his arrest. A man admitting that I, I was wrong uh, uh, to how many people died there, uh, uh, killed by those people. So all I'm saying is we are with President Putin because uh, it's not enemy of my enemy. It is an anti-imperialist agenda that says the American dominance and its allies 
should be undermined at all costs. Anti-imperialism, even though Vladimir Putin is quite explicit about his desire to revive a form of empire, he says countries like Ukraine have no right to independent sovereign existence. He appears to believe that the best thing would be to revive an empire, the Soviet empire. But you're anti-imperialist? We are anti-imperialist. That's a debate for another day. Uh -huh. The war is not what he's talking The war is about the expansion. And had there been a, a, a common ground found, this could have been avoided. We are not for imperialism, even if it were to come from Russia. If he does that, we'll condemn it. But we know for a fact that progressive forces such as China have also aligned themselves uh, with Putin to try and create an alternative from the imperialist uh, domination of the world. And that's what the EFF. Well, guys, thank you very much for watching. That's all I had for you. Comment down below what you think about Julius and the answers that he gave to the BBC presenter. I'll see you again some other time. Remember to like this video and share with a friend. Bye-bye.